Hi, welcome to episode nine of Mickey Kingdoms. I'm Steve, and I'm joined by the burping one, Sarah. <laughs> Hello. So my topic is that Disney apparently is closing 20% of their stores. Um, The brick and mortar stores, this doesn't include the shop and shop locations like the ones they've opened in Target. And apparently it won't affect outlet stores either. Um, So this means that... I'm a big fan of the outlet stores. I, yes, you are. And I'm a fan because you buy me things there. So um, this actually means that 60 stores across North America will be closing. This doesn't include um, anything outside of the states currently. Um, now, this bothers me because they say supposedly they're going to improve the shop Disney. They're going to include more adult apparel, streetwear, home products and collectibles and stuff like that. Um, supposedly they were making plans to do this. It was like in their five-year plan or something, but due to the pandemic, it just accelerated everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes sense that they, you know, focus more online because that's just where everyone is going. What bothers me is the bots. Like when there's collectibles and stuff like that, There's it's just almost impossible to buy things online. Um, that's one aspect that bothers me a second aspect that bothers me is in the store sometimes you find really good like um sale deals um yeah what what are your yeah, thoughts yeah, on that they that section that's almost near the uh cash registers um that the disney stores i've been i've gone to where usually they'll keep like some merchandise that's still there that they've been trying to get rid of um I think it's not surprising, and I actually think that most of these stores that they're closing are going to be in malls that will not exist in four, three, four years from now. So I don't. I think whether they chose to close these or not, it was going. They were going to close anyway. Twenty um, percent is not like sixty stores sounds like a lot, but it's out of six hundred. So yeah, so it's not that much, and you know. How many Disney stores do you need in a certain city or town? So um, I know the ones near me are not closing. Um, but uh, I think I do hope that they improve their online store. Um, and they have tried. I forgot what it's called. But there is a system they've implemented to try to fight the bots. Yeah, they put you like in. It's like a, a, a virtual waiting list like lines or do you get into the room before and then they mm-hmm. randomly pick who gets to buy the product which is still not fun because it's still random but at least you know that bots can't just steal everything up which if if anyone who's a gamer knows that's been an issue with the playstation xboxes there's huge scalping is anytime those things go on sale they get bought up by bots and then they go on ebay for like an extra hundred two hundred dollars yeah um, it, yeah, yeah it's like 
almost impossible to buy, you know, like the limited edition years and stuff like that. But um, they but the did stuff in say, the store, in, go ahead. It's been an issue in stores and in theme parks as well. So people with annual passes and like the, the mini collection, whether you thought it was, you liked it or not, some people thought it was cool. Some people, those things almost, they were supposed to be sold for a month. Like at Disney World, they would sell out in two, three days because people would come in and buy 20 of them. So I, yeah. I do feel that, I I do feel that there, should be, there should be maximum, like, oh, two per customer. One for yourself. See, I thought they did have a, um They do on certain products, but most, like the collectibles, they just, they don't. Like a lot of those, they just don't. Um, I'm trying to think of... Of, of, of the last time I saw like a limit per customer. Um, um, I know they I, have what flies. They have what? With certain lounge flies. So I've seen online, um, they've had signs in the stores like two per customer or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and, and supposedly they also have um, done research to where if they found like annual pass holders, because a lot of things annual pass holders have, uh, we used to have at Disneyland, Disney World still, you'd have first try at getting like the popcorn bucket. And if you bought multiple of them and then start putting on eBay, or if you looked like you're doing, they would actually cancel your pass. How how many people did they actually catch you do that? I have no idea. But they did say that, that was breaking your annual pass agreement. Was that was you were not allowed to do that? Um, yeah. But um it's unfortunately that's just it it's it is just how especially here in the united states shopping is mostly done online i believe obviously the pandemic accelerated that but even before the pandemic it was it was it was like i think 60 percent of all purchases were in store and 40 percent of all purchases were online and i believe now more purchases are online than in physical stores and it's just going to accelerate um, absolutely which is why they said that this, you know, kind of accelerated their, their plan to do so. And uh, I just think that they're behind in improving their online shop because it's just, I feel like it's not ready for, you know, what they want it to do and be right now. But it'll get there, supposedly. So we'll see. And, like, here's an example. The So uh, there is a Disney store at Fashion Valley in San Diego, which... You know, anytime I'm, I'm in Fashion Valley, check, go by there. They, other than the kids' toys, they're usually low or out of stock of most adult things. Is yeah. it because they choose not to stock it? Is it because people just buy it up? Uh, I don't know if, if it's a, you know, if it's an issue with uh, supply and demand. That, you know, adults are buying a lot and they expect more kids to buy stuff. Uh, I mean, I kids myself, but parents and I still for the kids. But um, it's just, um, it's, it, you do, if you, if you have, you, you always will have better luck trying to find the item you want on shopdisney.com than in the store because they do only have select things. And I, I feel like they get out, they get a shipment in and that's it. They don't restock it. The new stuff comes in again, like a, a month later. Yeah, but not everything currently is available at shop disney that are in the store supposedly like there's not as much adult apparel streetwear and stuff like that 
So, like well, the kitchen Disney stuff, uh, apparently those were easier to find in store. I think that, that I, I honestly think that depends store by store. Like my store being the biggest, the only one in like Metro San Diego, which is you know a large city. There's the kitchen stuff. There was literally one set of bowls, and that's it. There was no yeah. other kitchen stuff. So I think it just depends. You know, there's one in East County. Um, which when I remember going there once, they seemed to warn stock with some stuff, but um, it, it's it's interesting. It, you know, honestly, me, I'm an online shopper. I rather <laughs> look on my phone, get what I want. The, the one thing is they don't offer free shipping, um, which is annoying and, and it's very rare for nowadays. That is, but I think okay this i could just be making this up and being hopeful but certain um websites here in europe um what they do is you it's kind of like amazon prime you pay a low fee and then it includes shipping for the rest of the calendar year um yeah but do, are you gonna do that for every store you shop at like i know walmart plus is here they have that here in the states walmart plus it's like prime you pay yeah you pay like uh, I, I think it's fifty dollars, and then you get free shipping for the rest. See, of the year. But, I I feel like with Shop Disney, it, it like uh, you know Disney fans. I feel like it's the thing that they would possibly do because when you buy things from Disney, it's very possible that you buy a lot from Disney. Also, sometimes um, it's cheaper than the shipping. Anyway, the the thing, and also I wouldn't be surprised if like the membership would include something very similar to, you know, not D23, but like, you know, it would include maybe um, exclusive items or exclusive access to things or first time, you know, uh, or um, uh, early access to things, you know. Um, I would not be surprised if Disney did something like that for their online shopping. I, because I if you go in awesome. stores if you go in stores you have deals sometimes if you spend this much you can get this backpack for, you know, for well, a short any, price any, they actually actually if you find any online deal and you show it in the store you get that deal in the store um, so if they have like yeah, a but what I'm for saying, weekend yeah but I'm saying in stores they have to they often have deals like if you spend let's say $25 you can buy this backpack that's normally $25 you can buy the backpack for like $5 you know the I old, wouldn't the, in, in, in the last year and a half the only items have always just been seasonal it's usually been a Mickey or, or, or mini plush that's um, like with the season um, uh, that's and um, I haven't I haven't even seen that at um the Disney store in Passion Valley, but at the Disney outlet, I've seen that. Um, But even then, um, I think people would be, I honestly think when you said D23, I actually think that's how it should be. Like, what do you pay for D23 a year? I think it's like, isn't it $100? I don't know. Mom pays for it. Um, I think think if you have D, I actually think if you have D23 or an annual pass to the parks, you should get shipping. Either of those ways, um, because that's just a bonus for those things that they can advertise. This whole separate thing 
I feel would be just not valuable enough. Um, and, and people would, I think, would get very upset. They're like, hey, I got to pay for this pass. And I get, so I actually think that that's a way to bump up D23 memberships would be, hey, if you're a D23 member, free shipping. Um, or if, if you have an annual pass, free shipping. Um, so we'll see. But um, Interesting. Um, so that's that. It's, <laughs> yeah, so I think just adding value, because obviously like Amazon, you can buy, you, you shop there all the time because you have, they sell everything. It's not just like Disney goods. Like you need, yeah. you can buy anything from paper clips, toilet paper, you know, food, literally everything is there. So it makes the, the membership more worthwhile and similar with, with Walmart, um, you know, um, but uh, that's, uh, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, it's, I don't think it's something I'd be too worried about. Some people are worried that this means that the Disney stores will end. I, I don't think that will happen because I do think when they reimagined them about 10 years ago, um, they do want to have a piece of Disney in cities. They don't need too many, but they still will have, like in every major city, there'll be a few, and smaller towns will still be one. Um, like you said, there was still 600. Mm-hmm. Now we're going down to 540. That's still plenty. Of, yeah. of, of, I think if you live in any like urban area, you're probably not more than like a 20 minute drive to a Disney store still. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's it about the Disney store. Um, my What's topic, your topic? Is actually is the release. Well, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say that for Kingdom Keepers. My <laughs> topic is not, it is related to Disney, but it's not news being made by Disney because I think it will affect what Disney does. Oh. Universal Studios announced that the Epic Universe Park is going to pick up construction again. Um, so do you know what the Universe... Uh, epic universe park is i do not okay so this park was announced a year and a half ago and it's universal orlando's third theme park well they they, they count uh volcano bay as a theme park the water park so it'll be their fourth theme park and um it was announced about a year year and a half ago and uh they had a, it, it's a very different style of park the hotels are in the park um, it's got this central area that anyone has access to. And then when, with your pass, you can actually go to the lands. And when you have your pass, you go to the lands, which come off this central area. Um, and the lands that were rumored slash confirmed in the MOs, in, in the, in the uh, concept art is a Universal Monsters land. Oh, cool. A, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Orlando, some kind. Some people think it's based on the par- Parisian. I forget what the Parisian wizard um, um, area is called, but it's the one from Fantastic Beasts. Could that change? Possible. There's also, I believe, a the oh the Super Mario Land that is opening in Tokyo. That's basically finished in Tokyo and and already in in um, pre-opening, and then also in Hollywood, which is being built right now, but in the doing headway so um there's that and then i'm trying there's a uh how to train your dragon land there's a um 
Um, anyways, the, the key is, is this going to make Disney rethink their decrease in spending on theme parks? Because they have, they still have the lead, but Universal has been taking like a larger market share in Florida and Universal used to be that park where, oh, let's go Disney World and then let's go spend a day at Universal. And, yeah. And it's still, it's still, and then majority of people are still, are, let's go to Disney World. Let's spend two days at Universal. But you have people who like Universal and do stay there. And the Universal has several resorts and they stay there for several days and they have very, very well priced hotels. They, yeah. Their, their value hotel, which looks much better than the Disney ones, are only $77 a night. Um, so if you're going on a family vacation, that is very enticing. Um, this third theme park that they're building, which is going to be very large, includes hotels, a shopping area. What, what do you think that's going to do? Do you think, cause Disney announced that they were going to, in the next however many years, they were going to decrease spending on theme parks. Do you think they might have to rethink that? Or maybe they're going to wait, see till Epic Universe opens and then, say oh man we gotta refresh something you know yeah i think they're they're gonna wait um i think they're gonna see if they're i mean it's hard to tell now with the pandemic and whatnot but i think they're gonna see if their numbers go down or if they stay more or less stagnant um because like you said it's always been let's go to disney world and then spend a couple of days at Universal. However, that's always what we've done. But that doesn't mean that, you know, some people, because it's more reasonably priced for some people, that they're just going to focus mm-hmm. on Orlando. And also with the new parks, it's it sounds like it's definitely more of a place to go spend multiple days with if, if there's multiple parks and because Orla- um, Universal is more reasonably priced I'm sure a park hopper ticket will also be you know cheaper than Disney park hopper it, it's just Disney fans are Disney fans they always have you know their hardcore you know diehard fans but it might take the casual you know, a theme park goer might be swayed yeah. towards Universal. So I don't know. I also feel like for the locals, it might be more enticing depending on um, annual pass holder um, prices. Um, I don't know. I feel like they're just, they're not currently threatened, but it depends on what their numbers will do in the future. Well, it's, Disney takes Universal seriously since they launched uh, the Wizarding World because before that, Universe—I mean, Disney—never really planned anything around, um, um, you know, what Universal was doing. They did their own thing, you know. They weren't really worried, um, but you know, having Wizarding World made them build Pandora, which is an amazing land. That's made them build Star uh, Galaxy's Edge. So, and also, do you think, I think four parks is as big as you can get. Because I was like, do you think they build another theme park? I don't know. 
I, I feel like that's such a huge commitment. And then like, also what, what would be the theme park? Like if you were to build another Disney theme park, what would you make it? They have animals. They have the mo- the, the old timey movies. Like what, what would you make? Well, well they have 20th century Fox. Oh, you that's do aliens predator. You, you, you know, they have tons of more IPs than they used to. That's so um, true. I didn't even consider you know, that. They could do Sarah. They could have a Bob's burger, a land oh my god it's not that big it's not big enough to create no. a whole bob's burger land but that would be no. really- so you have you know you can have the fox domination land where it's 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 family guy it's it's bob's burgers it's you know um a lot of these shows and then technically now um they also have uh i believe the great white north and they also have um, um the great north else? it's the great north so they always call it that too we do have like like imagine an alien ride how awesome would that be um and then yeah what else i can't think off the top of my head but you know they 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 could build another marvel land another star wars land depending how popular it's because that's if something's popular it'll keep working because look what universal did with wizarding world they have they have uh Hogsmeade, and then they have uh, Diagon Alley. They have two separate, amazingly well-done lands. Um, so you could always do, like, an, what if they did Tatooine? I, I honestly don't think they would do another Star Wars land. But what if what if you do another Marvel area with another Marvel ride? Because we're technically getting a Spider-Man ride. I'm sorry, that? I, I, they technically had the Spider-Man ride. Yeah. But, you know, and, and in the future, they're hoping for that Avengers expansion, the Avengers ride. But you could do so many other things. Um, you could do, you know, a dark ride. You could do, you know, you could even, they could come up with an original, original land, too. That's not something that Disney can't do. Um, but uh, it is, it's going to be really interesting. I feel like they actually, now that you've mentioned it, they could make a more adult land like you were saying just like some you know aliens and stuff like that and something that's more aimed towards older goers because I feel like um maybe this is just me speaking from my own personal experience but I feel like there's a lot more people going without children um and I feel like it would be maybe not smart, but I feel like it would be very enticing to go to a more adult park. Well, yeah, well, it's the childless millennials that everyone complains about. Absolutely, um, one of those. That we are. (laughs) Um, So, but there were rumors that Disney World was working on a smaller, like a half-day park that was focused mostly for adults. I know, I know that was that rumor was like 10, 15 years ago. They stopped doing it because they have tried some adult stuff. They did things with Pleasure Islands, and that has not worked as much. But maybe now nowadays is different. Um, and uh, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, but uh, I do feel that I think what Disney will do. So I guess I haven't even said what I think. It <laughs> just wasn't five. I keep asking you what you think they'll do. Is they have Imagineering, and they're like, "Hey, 
keep thinking about things, keep doing this. And if, if certain numbers happen, if, if, if they notice that um, their hotel occupancy is low or, or they're visiting, and it's not just if their numbers are lower, it's if Universal's numbers have gone. Yeah. Because um, those, are, those are lost. Like if both numbers are down, it doesn't matter. If Universal numbers are or drop lower, less low than theirs in the next few years, they're gonna they're gonna invest and do something. Um, what? And of course, Florida being Disney World, they have space. They can literally expand any of the theme parks. I actually think if they say, "Hey, we're building another land," I think they bring the Zootopia land that they're gonna build in Shanghai to Animal Kingdom. Um, That'd be cool. That I think I think that would be. It's here's the thing. Most people don't travel the world. I prefer it when each park has its own original lands. Like they don't have copies everywhere. Yeah. I, the odds of me going to these other 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 Disneylands in other countries are very low. Um, so I wouldn't mind them bringing that here. I know some people don't like that. I don't. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, and um. You there was also a, a quick actually that's going to be in my Kingdom Keepers. I'll I'll save that. For okay. I got the multiple Kingdom Keepers things on. <laughs> but I guess that's it for our main topics mm-hmm. this week. We are now going to roll it right into our WandaVision spoiler recap right after this. Okay, Sarah, what did you think of WandaVision? I liked it. I'm just. It doesn't sound that. No, I did. I very much. I very much liked it. Yes, it's just it. After watching it, my brain has a hard time figuring out how there's only one episode left. Like, how are they going to wrap everything up in one episode? I feel like there's just too much. How are you going to do this to me? Well, I think, uh, yes, you have, so Wanda, you know, you have the the three main things that need to be wrapped up, right, are Wanda and Agatha, what's going on there, Wanda and Vision, and Vision, Vision. (laughs) and then, and, and then the Evan Peters thing, I think that's just a red herring, I think. He was just tired because people would be like, oh, my God, X-Men. And then it isn't anything. I have a feeling it is literally just a random dude, and he doesn't really have anything to no. do with No, no, I don't accept. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe something happens. That might be more of a post-credit thing that may lead to Multiverse of Madness. Because it doesn't seem like we're going to have any multiverse stuff here right now um unless that's literally the finale the end of the show is what creates the multiverse it looks like the multiverse hasn't started agatha doesn't know anything about it it's just not there so i guess a quick recap um and and i guess they slightly retconned but but it's a good retcon because it doesn't change anything it's just added more backstory to wanda and um basically that she has been a witch all along um 
they insinuate there's no it's not 100 percent proven but they insinuate that she did a probability spell probably to make sure the bomb didn't blow up uh in front of her and Pet pietro and their kids um and then uh you know her 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 scarlet witch powers were brought out by the uh infinity stuff. yeah like she didn't really um, need training or whatever like that's what agatha's frustrated about i think she's like how are you doing this you know how are you so powerful and yes. you you don't know what you're doing kind of thing and and for yes. for you know wanda she's just kind of like i just do it <laughs> you know she think about yeah, it yeah it was you know and and of course this this recap episode which i called i was like this is mm-hmm. a recap episode and um it really showed us like all of wanda's like how rough her life has been how hard her life has been and then also like one of the best lines ever that was given out by vision what um what is it what is grief grief but love persevering that is isn't it persisting persisting or persisting (laughs) whatever i fumbled it it's beautiful um but uh you know and 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 it's it's very curious we are do have a lot of answers that are gonna have to um just happen this episode and this episode is you know it's gonna be about an hour long a little shorter than that um and um there's just so much that that needs to happen (laughs) Uh, okay, so I want I want I want to get your 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 percentages on what do you think who might show up or what do you think is going to happen. So plus plus or minus fifty percent, Doctor Strange shows up. Plus, you think it's a it's so it's more likely that Doctor Strange shows up than than, than yes, doesn't. I would even if it's just okay. an after credits thing. I would be very surprised mm-hmm. if he didn't show up at all because he's next. <laughs> and I feel like that's always how it goes, you know? Yeah. It's like the next thing, they, okay. they give you a little sneak peek into the next thing. And I, I, I would be very, very, very surprised if he didn't show up at all. Okay, and this one I think is less likely. So I'm going to give you plus or minus thirty percent that White Vision sounds like Ultron. See, I haven't heard that from anyone but you. I think it would be very, very cool, but I think it's unlikely. I think they just they're going to use Paul Bettany and just make it more robotic. Okay. Will Vision forty percent? Will Vision survive? Will Vision be able to get out of the hex? Will we have a Vision in the MCU after this episode? I would. I think they're gonna find a way. I just don't know how. Um, 
I, I think maybe the white vision, they're gonna, because from what I understand is that he is vision, but only android. There's no humanity to him. So, um, what mm-hmm. I think, because, because, um, Wanda created vision or whatever is going on with him and, 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 in the hex somehow he's going to be transferred into white vision like his essence his humanity you know yeah something like that because white white because white vision is the original vision he has if this goes by the comics he has all the memories of everything he 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 has the memory of the love of Wanda and, and all the experiences. Exactly, he has like zero he, he has. He will, he's he, experienced everything. He has everything, but he doesn't have the humanity. So I feel like um, okay. somehow that's going to change, or humanity is going to be created. I, I don't know. What do you? I yeah. I think. That, okay. Well, I'll give my answers. What I ask you, I ask you. I think all white Ultron is going to sound like you just said white Ultron. <laughs> I mean, white Vision is going to sound like Ultron. Well, I that's that's what I think is going to happen. I think Ultron, he's going to speak, and it's going to be James Spader's voice. See, like, that would be so. And I think that because every time you finish an episode, every time you finish an episode, you have it recommends you to watch Age of Ultron literally every yeah. time, and that is also a character that always comes back in the comics, and. In these pandemic times, it is so easy to get somebody just to record some lines. He doesn't need to go. He just gets in the studio somewhere and just records a few lines because it's only for like one episode. Maybe he only speaks like four or five lines. I think that's very – Marvel knows how to make a big deal with smaller things because they just know how like these little little, like details matter to people. We'll see. Um, I See, think I, I think Vision is. Go ahead. I think, and then um, what was my other question? Oh, Vision. I think Vision's dead. He, he going. There's not going to be another Vision. Wanda, this is going to be a Shakespearean ending. Wanda is going to be devastated for the umpteenth time, and then she's going to split the multiverse apart. Um. And. Uh, what was the other thing? I asked you three things. Uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, okay. and I have one more. I have one more. Do you think Wanda's children survive? See, slash something that I... Okay, so I don't... Real. Like I said that last episode, I would be very surprised that they would do this to her. Well, not really, because Marvel likes to devastate people. But um, it, I, I, I don't think they're real. I, I think she created them like Vision, and she's going to be devastated once again. Um, yeah. Okay. This, and then my, arg- my argument is, what about... Uh, Geraldine slash Monica Rambeau's clothes when she left. They were still real. What about the car where half of it became real outside the hex? Is that, 
I don't know. I I think well, I think we have. No I, idea. I yeah I I have no idea. So. It's just I my personal thing is I don't I don't think her kids are real. I don't think that they're gonna survive all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I do think Vision is dead mainly also because we know that Spider-Man Far From Home was after this and they say the vision is dead and this and 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 Far From Home takes place like months after this like 6 7 months after this so um i think cuz why would they hide vision unless maybe it's possible if they have their good ending want and vision they go away in another part of the multiverse maybe that's a thing um but i think our my at least my previous theories of mephisto or nightmare <laughs> i think that's all gone i think it's agatha and, that, and that's what happens with us nerds that were like oh man everything we read into everything and i think the writers and producers enjoy trying to lead us on because there were so many hints at like maybe mephisto or oh and do oh do we ever see who Ralph See, is? that's, I think Ralph is Mephisto. <laughs> okay. Actually, I heard someone say they thought Ralph was Doctor Strange. Oh. Um, which, yeah. Um, I don't know how that works. Um, so, but that would be very interesting. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I asked you, that's what it was. I asked you yeah. if Doctor Strange was going to show up. Yeah, I think, I think Doctor Strange will show up, maybe in a, as a stinger, you know, after credit scene. But um, I'm just excited for this last episode, and then, and then we'll have just two weeks later, we'll have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which Yay. is very, very, very exciting. Okay, well, I guess those are our thoughts on Wandavision. We're gonna bring up our Disney Plus gems right after this. Okay, so mine is the week? Black Cauldron. Um, yeah, so this the came out the cauldron. year you were born, 1985, just to let everybody know how old he is. <laughs> so apparently this was a huge flop in the box office, um, but critics seemed to really like it. So uh, of course I had to watch it. So it's basically, it's based on a book called The Chronicles of Prydian by Lloyd Alexander. And it's visually amazing. Like, if you like the old 2D Disney movies, like, this will memorize, mesmerize you. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Um, basically, the story is this guy, Taryn, and um, he has to protect this pig and one who he's um ocular or oracular not ocular oracular so you know he's he's an oracle and then mm-hmm. there's this guy the horned king and he kidnaps the pig because he wants the pl- the he wants to find the black cauldron to create his own personal army so basically, so this guy goes on yeah. an adventure with the princess to find the cauldron before the king. It's 
kind of dark at some times. So maybe for kids, it was too scary at some moments. But I really liked it. I was surprised how much I'd like it because I almost heard nothing about it growing up. Just a th- few things here and there. But it's it's a good movie. And I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you much about it. I know I watched Did it when we were younger. And I just never... I don't remember. Oh, yeah, we watched it when we were younger. Um, we, you were really young. Um, but uh, I don't remember much of it. We it's, never watched it. It's gorgeous. If, if anything, um, just watch it for the visuals. It's so pretty. And supposedly, it's one of the first movies where they used um, computers to help with some graphics. And I can't tell. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a must-see if you like the old-timey yeah. Disney movies because it's really gorgeous. I might have to it's check so that out. What's yours? Okay. Well, my mine, my Disney Plus gem actually is going to be <laughs> Tron Legacy. Mainly because I got we have the, got the sad news this week that Daft so Punk sad. has broken up. Even though I don't think that will last, but uh, Daft Punk made one of the most amazing scores slash soundtracks. This is like the rare case where yeah. basically both are the same thing for Tron Legacy. Also, you were talking about visuals. Tron Legacy has style. Um, it did well. It didn't. It did not do Marvel numbers, but it was a profitable movie. It was very expensive to make. And unfortunately, um, the original sequel was basically like shut off like a few weeks before production, mainly because Disney had Marvel movies now, and they said, well, we're yeah. just going to do Marvel movies. Because um, they were aiming for you know the young adult uh, men demographic. Not saying women can't watch this, but that's what they're aiming for. Um, um, but Tron Legacy, talk about incredible visuals, you know, fairly good story, but an incredible soundtrack. Um, I would really recommend anybody who who just enjoys action um, checks this out. And um, I know that they confirmed within the last year that there is a another Tron sequel on its way with um, – Jared oh. Leto. So, um, I, I don't know what that means for the p- previous characters and how they'll take this, but um, I'm excited. I'll, more Tron is more Tron, and that doesn't surprise me because they're bringing the Tron ride to Orlando. They're building it right now, even though now it's delayed. Um, and it, and it still is an IP that Disney seems to believe in, even though it's not a top priority like Marvel or Star Wars. I do believe we haven't seen the end of Tron. And also the, um, I believe it was called Uprising. The Tron cartoon was woefully underrated. It is very, very good. I don't know. I don't know if they didn't do enough advertising or promoting of the show, but I know it did not do well on Disney XD. But man, it's a great, great cartoon. 
Um, so yeah, my 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 Disney Plus gem is Tron Legacy, and then if if not, <laughs> also watch Tron Uprising. Um, so um, those are our Disney Plus gems. Now on to Kingdom Keepers. <laughs> Since I have multiple kingdom people, yeah, I have two little ones. Um, so first one is that in Disneyland Anaheim, the Snow White, um, dark ride has been revamped. So, um, Mm -hmm. I saw a video on Disney Insider about, um, you know, the, the refurbishment and the new, the updates they did. And yep. so it appears that they got rid of like the spooky woods scene and stuff. And they added a really gorgeous, fun mine scene of the, the, the dwarves mining and, and everything. So also mm-hmm. from what I understood was when we used to ride the ride, it was, you were Snow White. Like, that's why we never saw her in the ride. Um, but they have added yeah. her in scenes. So at the dancing scene, at the very beginning, she's dancing with the dwarves. And then there's, like, another scene where she's um, comatose or whatever. And then they kiss her. Um, the prince kisses her awake. So they've added Snow White to the rides. Um, so that's really pretty. And uh, it might be a fun thing to uh, do in the future. So my next thing is basically just a rumor. It's not confirmed by anyone. But, <clears throat> excuse me, there's the rumors that Tokyo Disney Sea sold their Fantasmic Barges to Disneyland Paris for a future um, Walt Disney Studios Park Lagoon show. It won't be Fantasmic. It's just the mm-hmm. equipment. And, uh, supposedly, it's for a World of Color-esque um, type show. Like, there'll be fountains and colors and stuff like that. But, as someone who's also going to the park, Steve, what do you think is going to happen? Because there's no water there. Oh, but they're, they're are they? Because I I looked so, on so, Google Earth, and I don't really see. Yeah, but those those those. So right now they're they're building, and they actually just because I've seen like concept maps and stuff. Um, but it's like if you look at Google Earth, it's there's so much limited space to, for expansion that I feel like a big chunk of water. No, there's tons there's... of space behind it because it's directly. When you go directly behind, I'm actually do it. No, see, Google Maps is not helpful. Um, If you look at Google Earth, you see there's a a bunch of green fields, but then there's schools, residencies, a hospital. So it's like there's such a limited expansion available that I feel like using a big chunk of water is kind of wasteful. I mean. It's dumb to say wasteful for like a gorgeous water show, but it's not like other parks where you you can make these big grand expansions because you know you've you've been to uh, um, 
studios it's it was really bland when they opened it up it there's there was hardly anything to do now it's vastly improved they're adding uh, a marvel's uh, adventures campus so it's gonna be a lot better but they want to continue so expanding i think i, I think feel like adding a big chunk of water is kind of a waste so so i think what you're not understanding is literally the second half if you look at a map from above mm-hmm. where the studio tram tour is that's where the lake will start not behind all that stuff they will destroy yeah that's already gone studio tram tour when i went to the parks last time that's already gone that and 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 okay and all the buildings behind so, you know what this isn't going to be some massive massive lake but there is still plenty of space um, behind, because um, the lake the lake will border Toy Story Playland and Avengers Campus um, in the front, and in the back will be Arendelle. And unfortunately, they did say that the other lands are delayed, so Star Wars Land sounds delayed. So they're going to open with just Arendelle in the back with the with the uh, Frozen ride and land um no the the lake basically takes place on the current um space that is already part of the park and then the land will be in the back there's no there there's plenty of space if you see what they do in disneyland with the small amount of space they have you there's plenty of i just have a hard time seeing it because to me it's just there's not much space to expand and i feel like a giant chunk of water is going to be wasteful well it's 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 think of it it's going to be set up similar to epcot you'll have your beginning section which will be you know uh the park is you know the disney bros plaza production courtyard that's going to be the whole front of the park and then the plan is you have the lake and you'll have lands around the lake um, and then, of course, you have – it is proven that having a big nighttime show, people – whether – I don't I don't know if you love it, but that keeps people in the parks all day, and that makes people revisit, and that makes people stay by dinner and, and check this out. And something with a big lake means you can stand That's all true. the way around it, just like Epcot. And and then it's, it's a good view for everybody, and this – these uh, floating flotillas that are coming from Tokyo, um, it's not. It, it is their version of Fantasmic. It's got a, another name, but it's also a very, very good show. And um, I believe that, you know, after we podcast, I will definitely show you where that lake is going to go. And then, well, I I've seen like concept, of, uh, you like, know. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll draw it literally on the map, and then and then you'll see that like it's not going to be as 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 wasteful as you think, because mostly what it's going to replace is is offices okay. that they have there, um, and and production buildings which are going to get relocated somewhere else. Um, doesn't even have to be by the park; it can be somewhere else. But um, yeah, those are my okay, little. So tidbits. those are your your Disney Kingdom keepers. Okay, so um, I think I had two, but now I forgot. Um, I know my. So I have my uh, 
Disney uh, has announced their touch of Disney menu. Mm -hmm. So basically all the food that will be at a touch of Disney at DCA for the event. And to be honest, (laughs) the tickets go on sale literally now, I believe. And um, that is something that um, I don't know if I'm excited for. I mean, I, Um, I, I'm jealous because I would totally go if I were over there, but because I, I miss a lot of Disney and I like to taste lots of little things. Um, also, I've, I know you're underwhelmed with the um, food and drink choices because they're basically the things that are already available at Disney, but smaller. But there's so many tiny little collectibles that I'm a sucker for. Like, I'm their I'm the prime example of who they target with these things. Like there's those little grape things they put around your glasses around a mimosa at the Lamplight Lounge. The new popcorn holders. Like all these little things I'm a sucker for. Well, well the, the thing is, all those have been... See, I didn't know that. Uh, to me, I read so that not... they were available... Oh. Only well, not only, but I read that available at a touch of Disney. So my brain assumed that it was only available at. No, you could already um, if at Buena Vista Street right now they have literally a section where you can buy all of those popcorn buckets. Um, Obviously, the Lamplight Lounge was not open, so that's that is something that will be new. But um, yeah, it's it's. I thought I guess. I thought it was going to be more of a non-festival festival where, you know, they didn't say they were going to use the festival booths, but they are using them for food from Disneyland. So like the Monte Cristo or which <laughs> I would love to go to Monte Cristo, but, um, and, and of course they bring in the corn dogs and beignets from, 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 uh, New Orleans square, you know, they, they, turkey legs they bring over to DCA, all these things. But I just don't feel, especially because it does seem like opening is actually going to be possible sometime in the summer. $75 to go to a park and only basically that $75 bucks is, it will basically, they're giving you $25 credit for food. So that's probably two items, maybe two and a half items, depending on the cost, or maybe well, one and a half. I don't know what the cost of the event is going to be. Um, after the good value that Knotts has had, it just seems a yeah. little pricey. Um, but you're also paying for the environment, was... like the, the ambiance. And and knots and knots. You have it's ambience, very different, in my opinion. Yes. Well, you have Ghost Town and knots. You do have a lot of cool stuff to see. Um, they did not have like photo ops, which they're going to have here, and it does include photo pass, which I think is going to be a big plus. I'm also worried this is going to be, even though they say it's very low numbers, I have a feeling the lines for some yeah, of these food. Yeah, it's gonna probably going to be busy. Because they only have six yeah. booths open, and and obviously the other 
food uh, establishments will be open. It's going to be very interesting. Um, I previous to this announcement, I was very excited to go, and now I'm just not as excited. Um, I don't think I'll be going. I may just be holding on to those seventy five bucks to eventually buy a day ticket, which will probably cost like $150 to go for one day, but I'll save that 75 bucks for now. Yes. Um, so, um, and I believe that is it for us this week. Did you have anything else you want That's all to I got. bring up before we are done? That's it? Okay, well, Next week's going to be a big one. After the finale of one of the, we're going to have a lot of thoughts. I have a feeling. A lot of thoughts. And um, just stick with us, right. and we'll be back next Bye-bye. week. Bye-bye. Have a good week. Please follow us on social media. Just search Mickey Kingdoms, and you'll find us if you want to get in touch with us. We try to post a lot of fun Disney stuff. So have a good one. Thank you.